0: David, I have to be honest with you about two things uh, specifically. Uh, The first one, um, so for all those listening, uh, when we do reviews, we put it into our Discord so that people can look at it. The editors can look at it and, you know, do their edits and basically uh, make suggestions about how they can make the article better. I heard uh what we call peer edit review per uh david i've heard yours um as you no. know and you know you're always you're always a pretty good writer uh but appreciate that yeah yeah <laughs> uh that that goes That's what he strives thing. for you're, you're pretty good yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I, I would bar I, has been reached I, I am pretty good myself so you know uh, I,
1: miss, I miss having your articles on, on Gaming Trend. <laughs> I didn't have a whole
0: bunch, to be honest. But, at uh, first, you had more,
1: though, <laughs> than zero. I know, yeah, yeah <laughs> yes, that's true.
0: I don't think I've written anything this year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't have... So, in the Discord, I mentioned that my daughter was keeping me up, and she woke up at 2 o'clock that morning. So, at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. So, I don't know what time it was. I started to read through because I was like, I want to know what David has to say. So I'm just going to review this thing myself. I'm going to look at it and edit it. And I was getting through it. And I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the energy to go through this in the same way that I typically would. So <laughs> mostly I didn't have a bunch of edits because I was so exhausted for <laughs> being up at two in the morning <laughs> and I was like, here's, here's some obvious stuff. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but no, it was good. There was a, there was a lot of good things in there. So we'll talk about that. But uh, actually, yeah, that's, that's actually the second thing I need to be honest with you about. I am shocked at your review. To be honest, you gave it a 75. That's not even what I'm shocked at. What I'm shocked at is your thoughts on campaign were generally unfavorable. I do Really thought <laughs> you you tend to look I at the bright positive. side. You I keep positive. You you look at the bright side of things. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it that way. Uh, you were not impressed with no. the campaign. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just it, it you can finish it in four hours, and you know, Call of Duty campaigns are generally going to be short. However, compact did not mean that we got just four hours of breaching rooms and excitement and everything going 100 million miles an hour. No, it it actually slowed to a snail's pace in quite a few sections of this game. Uh, So everything opens up uh, with actually there's gameplay from, it's gameplay they showed at, I believe it was opening night live for Gamescom it's oh. a mission where you go in where so, they go funny into the fortress thing. so yeah, funny
0: thing about that real quick yeah I didn't play it I watched somebody else <laughs> I watched the full play because I was like I need to be in this conversation this is call of duty this is yeah. what you two play when that mission popped up I was like I've done this before <laughs> like <laughs> this can't be modern did I click on the wrong video is this modern warfare 2 <laughs> I swear I yep. did this mission this this is Modern War. No, it was Modern Warfare 3. I just had deja vu. Yep. But
1: it so you you're it starts out you end up finding out you're this Russian military faction that is breaking someone out of prison and once you get all that done it's like, "Oh, it's Makarov." And so that's the big reveal is, "Oh, this is the big villain and everything like that." And of course, as soon as this guy's out of jail, Somehow, in like 24 hours, he's already making things happen badly. And I'm a little bit confused because of the fact of... I get the whole movie aspect of the bad guy does bad things, but he is just immediately ahead of everyone after just getting out of prison.
0: So (laughs) let me... let So... Here's something I I thought was interesting, and Noah, you could jump in too. He was smoking while he was in prison, clean shaven <laughs> while he was in prison. That has to mean something, like <laughs> where the Russians just like taking care of him while he was there. Like I don't like did, I mean, did who, that. Not, whoever like, was
1: whoever had him, I guess he you know was running the place or whatever. Yeah, which, but you know, you there's know. there's still that running the place you don't always have that access to the outside world and it's like if you already were doing so much why it's not that you don't need to get out but it's at the same point the thing of like how come worse is not still happening plus as soon as you get out then everybody's looking at you as the person who did it (laughs) like why not run things
2: from inside prison it's safe in there (laughs) well that and you know they could have shown that he was running things inside the prison. And yeah. if he was, why did they have to have a full-on small army break him out? <laughs> like, yeah. that's what I'm saying there was nobody like they showed on the inside to help them or anything, you know, remotely. Yeah. They didn't think about what they were doing, <laughs> like you, the situations that they put themselves in.
1: You get a lot of moments that are never organically set up. That is really one of the biggest faults of the That's story. a great
0: way to put it. Things just happen. It's so true.
1: Yeah, like, it, it just happens and you're left kind of sitting there like, oh, I, I'm not sure what this is important. I'm just not sure why it's important. And, and that's something that a lot of past Call of Duties have done really well. Even if it's just a little bit of exposition, and there's so little of that in this game that even that isn't setting it up. Like, when you're Driving through Las Almas with Alejandro, who is missing from this game. And I am so mad about that (laughs) because he was one of the best parts of Modern Warfare 2. Like all the stuff that is going on with him and Valeria and stuff. Yes, it's a very it's completely a side mission in, in terms of like a side thing of what's going on. But all of it is talked out. As they're driving in the car, like you're getting all of this yeah. backstory and everything, you don't get that at
0: all. No, you it, literally like, go you from play, one mission. It was like you they break out Mikroff. The yeah. next mission is you're with a uh, old girl in yeah. and I love Farah, and I want to play Phara, as Farah, but yes. not like this. <laughs> but it was just like you're at a port, and it's like, oh, yep. we're, we're here now. Oh, okay, Yeah. Jarring
1: very jarring how quickly you you move through these different things like a speed uh, it, again, run almost feels, like, feels rushed it feels rushed which is you know the game uh, in terms of the campaign uh with there's one mission and i'm blanking on it now because i was gonna say that there's spoilers um but there there was a mission in particular i was thinking about and i can't uh the the one that happens in verdansk stadium
0: okay yeah, 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 yeah. i know what you're talking like, about
1: essentially the the first meeting of makarov like i said spoilers here for what happens in the campaign for anyone watching in all fairness i'm not spoiling that much for you but you go through all of this and obviously makarov does his thing and it turns out it wasn't the stadium and all that kind of stuff and like we we've been talking about again the importance of, the things you there and you're like, this is important. I just don't know why. And it felt that way with this. Like I, it felt like I'm supposed to have, it's
2: like, I don't know oh if sympathy moment.
1: or what it, I'm supposed yeah. to have this moment of engaging of the horror of what just happened, but it just isn't there because I don't have setup no. as to why I'm chasing this guy. How did he do this? How, why is he such a big deal in, in this prequel kind of moment as to why he is doing this him specifically, because you could have put anybody in that moment and I would have felt exactly the same.
0: Well, the, the interesting thing about, and I guess maybe, I don't know, I guess there's going to be some spoiler ish stuff in here, but that was a flashback moment. Right. Yeah. And so that, that whole setup was just for the reason of why, price didn't do the thing he thought he should have done and it was like we had all this and so you got the point halfway through the mission it was like oh okay that's why you didn't do the thing and then the other thing happened and you don't have a connection to it because the whole point of the mission has been fulfilled and so you're just acting out and following through with the rest of what happened. And it's like, oh, yeah, Makarov is a bad guy. We already figured that out in like mission four yeah. and five with the other yeah. attack stuff that happened.
2: And yeah, one of the things that annoys me is this whole campaign. You have what is supposed to be like our top team, like the most intelligent, the best equipped, the best, you know, they're just dumb and stupid the entire campaign like yeah uh, we're talking about the flashback scene with price if they would have showed like some reason why they were connected like if they had had a previous like engagement or they knew each other or something like that it it never felt personal and and so Mm -hmm. and uh, you know delving into spoilers why is this is a dude who they no is one of the most like notorious terrorists, and you're gonna Batman this guy, and just you know like, well, we're not gonna kill him. Like, no, like you put him down there. <laughs> you know, you don't Batman him because, you know, you see what happens, and they're like, oh my gosh, we can't believe it. it's like, well, it's your own fault, you know. And
1: it, and it feels but, like you really wasted the good voice cast too, because like Price, oh Barry Sloane, voice is work phenomenal. Is, yeah, uh, of course. all the voice yeah, work. Soap is amazing. great. Uh, I, as much as I hated the form, I got her. I love having Farah. Like I missed her in Modern Warfare Two because she's just there as a cameo, pretty much. Whereas she's fully playable in this one, so it's great to have her back. But they didn't do her justice. Yeah, they, they they didn't do her justice. But at least we got more time with her than Modern Warfare Two. Um, and then I, this is personal opinion, and it's because of how I felt back in modern warfare 2 in 2009 graves and general shepherd are just straight slimy and unlikable yeah what do you mean by that they're not they're not villains like they're just people you don't like like i like like those (laughs) they're like those they're like those next door neighbors who make too much noise and like 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 do bad things and stuff that make you just despise them as opposed to like the terror of a real villain like when grave or not graves when shepherd in 2009 all of a sudden pulls his gun out after roach hands him the 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 device or whatever yeah, it is yeah. that you mm-hmm. went to get with ghosts and he shoots both of them you it's personal you feel betrayed you did not see yeah. it coming like, and I get that it's hard to replicate that because of the fact that we we obviously have the connection already with this character. Yeah. But instead, it's like they're in a courtroom. Again, more spoilers. They're in a courtroom just throwing each under, other under the bus. They just feel like slimy people who are only out for themselves instead of real villains who want to cause harm to the rest of the world. Yeah, like...
0: Well, yeah, I... I I agree with you in this in the sense of like I don't I don't see them as like these uh, hyper villains like they were yeah. in uh, Modern Warfare two two thousand nine, but I think part of that is Shepard is just more political in this yeah. in, in terms of how he acts like he's not in the field at all uh, up yeah. until a certain point and then even then I mean not really but. Um, so he's like pulling strings and like being Mr. You know political in how he talks to yeah. people and how he goes about doing things, <clears throat> and so I think that is how they try to portray his scumminess. Yeah. Like you're just, you're almost like a politician in a general's uniform, and I think you could oh like there, there's a sense I just don't think of,
1: it's compelling in this. Like it's just not really compelling
0: i me. agree i think the the sense of you're just trying to save your butt is disgusting but yeah. it's it's not enough to feel like it almost feels like perhaps there is some redemption left for him perhaps Something can happen where he just is brought to justice and now we're just dealing. You know, like it just doesn't go deep enough to where it's like, I need to kill this dude. The same yeah. way Price is like, I need to kill this dude.
1: But like last, what is it? Last, uh last game, like the whole Graves thing of he's alive. Kind of they they even make it sound stupid when he shows up on the webcam of, oh, look, I guess you didn't kill me. Do like you thought. Kind of kind of how it's treated, and it's like yeah, this again I, no I setup, no point like it, it it's just this every thing that drops in the narrative like just feels rushed and that there wasn't time to actually set it up to be compelling or to be correct. it's just there because it was on the outline <laughs> like that's it's that's like really they had a rough like.
2: draft that they're like, hey, we want to go, we want to start here, we want to end here. And then they kind of had a little bit of an idea, but they didn't go anywhere past that. It's just, you know, point A, point B, point C, and we're going to have a couple of boring, bland missions to, you know, tie it together with a couple of scenes, some voice lines, and that's about it.
1: There's some like there's some fun missions in it. Like, I, I liked Frozen Tundra, Like, I thought that was a really cool looking l- mission.
0: I didn't play it, but that looked like a cool yeah. mission.
1: The uh, the the whole I like it had one of those Call of Duty ideas when you start getting shot at from snipers who are camouflaged. Like, that was an immediate oh, this is like this is the Call of Duty feel I remember mm-hmm. where it's like, oh. I gotta search for these guys with thermal scopes now. Mm-hmm. And then they did the whole thing of, oh, the wind's kicking up so you can't see with thermal, but they can't either, so you can move up now. And it's like, okay, this is the creativity that we usually get in these Call of Duty missions because Call of Duty missions are generally underrated. Like it's one of the they're one of the prettiest game like campaigns out there. And usually they've got these really cool set pieces that they put together to engage you in this action movie like set. And it just, those were just not here. Uh, that's like even No Russian was disappointing to me. Like the, there, I, again, everybody should just go and try to experience wish, this stuff of <laughs> themselves. It's, uh, I just didn't feel and i don't want to say that i wanted to feel involved but like it it felt like it was just kind of again could have been this really intense thing but when the way that they decided to do it did not work no like it, for me at least for me i know there are people who liked it but it didn't work for me
0: i think like there there was a moment where you you really felt the scumminess of Makarov, and it was like, okay, yeah, this dude, this, he's off the rocker for sure. I can feel that. So good, good voice. That you know, all that. Like they, they nailed some of that. But it's hard to replicate the thing when it's supposed. It's yeah, uh, It's titled the same, right? So like, yep. your immediate feel is going back to the original. No Russian, and oh, you cannot gosh. top that because at the time, not it was two thousand nine, so it was just a different time of the world.
1: I mean, it was Have, in the news.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, it was big, super big, mainstream news. What is this mission? To, You're to actually the point,
1: should, they had the thing about turning it off, like the yeah the, the content, so you could skip it.
0: Yeah, because the skip wasn't originally in there, so. Now you go back to this and it's like, okay, well, like the whole no Russian was a reference to the idea of don't speak any Russian. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is the idea of putting the blame on somebody else was still there, but it just, it was taken out of your hands a lot. And I get why they did that. They didn't want to necessarily replicate the same idea of you're going to walk through an airport and do all this stuff, which a lot of people forgot. If you didn't actually shoot anybody, nothing happened. Like you just went through the mission anyway. <laughs> so like, yep. you a lot didn't of people were complaining. It, but
1: you experienced what was yeah.
0: going on. So you you literally didn't have to shoot a shot and you'd still go through the mission. A lot of people forgot about that part. Uh, but this, you literally just have no agency in how things pan out. So you just, yes. you do kind of watch it and it doesn't have the same impact.
1: Now, something that doesn't have any impact is the open combat missions. I was about to bring up <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Those Poor. are
1: just, it's spec op missions with a little bit of like voiceover Warzone. and with they're just Warzone. throwaway. Like they really are. Like, I
0: didn't know there were going to be so many of them cuz the one yeah. thing I love oh, what all of them the Treyarch Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer what they do with the campaigns is they try different things in the ca- throughout the campaign not every level is just walking straight through going follow and doing the thing sometimes you are in the AC 130 sometimes you are crouched and sniping and stealth and all that like they try different things to yeah. but there was like nine missions that were open combat. I was like, oh, no, this is, no.
1: And, and let me go ahead and say the AC-130 mission that is in this game is one of the most boring AC-130 oh, yeah. missions I've ever played.
2: This was cool back in 2009, you know? like most I mean, the cool fact that time- you
1: sit there the entire level and it's just blow a couple things up, then listen to dialogue, then blow a couple things up, then listen to dialogue. It, it just, uh
0: I mean I you think know, what they had one in two thousand nineteen, didn't they? That was more interesting. It, that,
1: yeah. It was still boring, but it wasn't this <laughs> this <laughs> oh, level. Yeah. Like this yeah. level of boring. Um because you were well, at least changing to different areas as you were in the AC one. This is
2: literally all in the exact same map. <laughs> like if they would have had us like swap between the ground team and grace. There's there's interaction. There's me, there's not me sitting there and they're like, oh, you gotta take this thing out. And I'm like, okay, where is it? Let me just scroll around until they tell me where it's at. Um Yeah, do a little we've gotta reload. Give us some time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It which he, he, uh going back to like the open world, the the idea of like, oh, you can go how you want to, stealth or guns of blazing, you still ended up having to engage people even if you did stealth so there was no yeah. there was no flexibility in how the mission the
1: only thing people did was just run from to literally to the points like that's the only thing yeah. you have to do like so you just run to it cuz the difference with this compared to like hor- like a horizon forbidden west i know it's a horrible it's apples to oranges kind of a thing is I've been trained this whole time in Horizon to do things in different ways. In Call of Duty, you are setting me up from the very start that I'm going from point A to point B in a level. How in the world do you think I'm going to approach every single open combat mission That because you have a designator on that map? I'm going to go from point A to point B every time because your game sets me up to do that and I'm not trained to do that Outside, even in open combat missions,
0: do you think if they didn't have a waypoint just pointing you to exactly where you needed to go, do you think it would have been better? <laughs> I think people
1: would have straight up quit. <laughs> yeah. They just wouldn't did, have wanted to do it. They, they, they'd, they'd be like, 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 what like, "What am I even doing?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> they even did oh, the fog point. thing of where you uncover the level as you move around.
0: I didn't notice that.
2: And they had, they didn't. Yeah, and I was like, um, like I'm not running around this whole level to unfog oh. un- un- it.
1: They also had moments where you did or did not know where an area was, depending on where the marker was, because the marker didn't tell you elevation. That's true. You had to listen for dialogue, like when you go to a, I think it's a lighthouse in that first mission. She's like on the third floor, so you have to be listening for that. If you miss that, Lord help you, you're not going to find it. Hey, shout out to (laughs) subtitles for for a while. Shout out to subtitles.
0: Subtitles, yes, yeah, they, yeah. Here's where I think Sledgehammer went wrong. Uh, Picture this, all right? You you guys- Making a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Making a direct
2: sequel. Let's go with direct direct sequel. sequel.
0: So let's say, you guys are soldiers, right? Top trained soldiers. You're about to drop into a nuclear power plant, okay? To stop an enemy from doing something, all right? You guys know what it is, but whatever the something is. Wouldn't you say you're going to prepare as much as you can, right? Okay, so no, you I want to
1: open orange crates.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. So you know, you you drop <laughs> you drop out of the plane, the loudest plane that you can find, fly over the destination, and then look for things you need to grab. What the freak? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was like that was literally the third mission. You just you mm-hmm. get the the giant ship, you jump out of it, land. And now you're going searching for something. I'm like, you guys are dropping into a nuclear power plant where the 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 are, is. Is <laughs> and you're going in as about unprepared as I've ever seen in Call of Duty. That that is where sledgehammer went. Because honestly, the open combat, I liked. the Damn, you
1: couldn't have brought a three plate vest. <laughs> you got to pick that up as you go.
3: <laughs>
1: and See, the fact he that they're all just up around. in his
2: previous run. You know he didn't extract with it, so you know he has to go back in to get it. That's a <laughs> oh, DMZ joke.
0: Uh, I love, I love the mission. Uh, I forget what it. Uh, it's where you have to find uh, Makarov's uh, financier, and you hear the dialogue talking about how uh, Shadow had left. Stuff around for you, and it's like, oh, my! So they've already been here, so like, so they've already been here. So, Bam, now could I you have not do have it? done
1: this mission already? Right? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have had to do it. It's,
0: this is it's wild. Th- that's where I, Sledgehammer, I think, went wrong. Like, open combat that's fine, but we've seen in video games where it's like the multiplayer feels a little bit different, even though the single player does. incorporate some of those multiplayer elements Mm -hmm. take out like all the war zone pickup all that stuff and just like go in like a regular call of duty mission but it's just open you can just go places and figure out where you need to i think that would have worked
1: fine yep i honestly for me i would have even been fine with just take out all the regular story missions and just make everything open combat at least then i've got a like straight line if that makes sense that would have worked I'm not. I just old. think x. I think expectations would be different, though. Like, I agree because then you don't have a campaign, and instead it's more of spec ops.
0: <laughs> but the y- y'all just admitted that open combat wasn't even that interesting in the first place. So if they went the whole game as open combat, people would oh, not have.
2: Yeah. How many war zone I'm not uh, saying there's a lot of sections ways to make can this they better? reuse for Let's campaign be missions? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. How many more sections can they reuse for the campaign? They probably ran out. That's why we didn't have but that many combat missions.
1: Is it was very disappointing to play this campaign.
2: That is hundred percent true. <laughs> and so I'll I'll end it or my you know, one of my rants, uh, and I told this to David, uh, and this is heavy spoilers towards the end. Um just because I, I I like this joke, this insult to the to the, the game. How can you have one of your core game modes be called kill confirmed, but you don't confirm the kill of the most the number one terrorist that you've been after? Like that makes no sense to me. Like how <laughs> dumb are they that they don't kill confirm the kill in a game where a mode is all about confirming your kills?
0: <laughs> Like that. Well, and just the sloppiness of the idea that you would not go down to the ground and confirm the kill,
2: and yeah. you know, against Shepard had no rank over Price, right? No, because they were in a hole. As far as that, well, as far as well, I know, well, yeah. And also, Shepard or Price could have just made that call. Be like, no, we're going to make sure you know like we need to double check well I think let this guy go once before I think
0: narratively like he wasn't stripped of his rank yet uh, so I mean if I Court think this, martial? I, <laughs> stopping I mean he, he's on the if, if he's not supposed <laughs> like, to be involved you know. he ain't supposed to be involved but he's involved so I think yeah. I think the only thing that matters there is that perhaps this isn't a mission on the books necessarily and so maybe that's the way Price can just get around not listening to Shepard. But, I mean, I agree with you, Price. should. Do, shouldn't does have.
1: that mean it's Black Ops?
0: Ooh, we're setting up. <laughs> we're not getting Friends. Modern Warfare 4. It's Black <laughs> oh, Ops oh, 1 well,
2: all over we again. Can't, we can't get Modern Warfare 4. Price is going to jail for committing first-degree murder in that post-credits.
0: Are, are we sure about that? Because he used a Legally, silencer he and he took the gun with him, and it's not like his <laughs> he DNA didn't pull is up on the mini map because he had a yeah, silencer. Exactly. So, oh, how, yeah, who's going to figure that out? I mean, is Laszlo going to get, uh, you know, detained and lie detected and all that? I don't know. I, I probably not. I just why does I why does Sledgehammer just keep making these are the kind of boneheaded decisions Sledgehammer like. Every Call of Vanguard, it was just like, okay, Sledgehammer again. Advanced Warfare, I, I did think that was a fine Call of Duty, honestly. Like, I mm-hmm. really didn't have a problem I think with looking it. looking back, yeah. yeah I the campaign. Like, yeah, the, ca- the campaign was good. Um, well, you know, that's but, actually
1: what they wanted to do. They wanted to do Advanced Warfare 2, and they were told to do Vanguard. And then they wanted to do Advanced Warfare 2 again this year. And they were told to do Modern Warfare 3. And then they came up with a spin off story that would have been its own self-contained idea, and they were told, no, direct sequel.
0: Yeah. I, so it's I, like,
1: I feel bad for them <laughs> because they keep being told to do what they're not actually passionate to do. Yeah, And they're also having to step in and do a rush job on two separate games.
2: Yeah, because wasn't the dev time on this like sixteen months or something yep. like that? Sixteen months.
1: Yep. And so, I mean, and I know that I know that the dev time on Vanguard was low too. Because so, you they had think the open combat
0: people. missions was because of the limited time? Yep. Because one hundred percent. Okay. I guess. Less yeah, I guess that you have to put in.
2: Yep. Oh, well, I mean, I talked about this to david like there's a lot of reused and recycled assets in this campaign. well yeah
0: th- i mean which, that's clear. i mean i get it
2: i get it you know it's but just, to me
0: it just felt like now is not the time to experiment with a new style of doing yeah. missions like do do what well, you know to do but i guess that takes more modern time for
1: two yeah you, you and i played modern warfare 2 spec ops missions which are very similar so like that's pretty much what they did they found probably pieces of Warzone and multiplayer maps and they s- turned them around and turned them into you know the what we got uh, actually the the one the one right after No Russian where Farah is exploring the plane like there are parts of that that remind me of one of the Spec Ops missions as well as also reminds me of the plane that you're in in Modern Warfare 2 in one of the first missions like so it's like I could see certain possible reused pieces from there. So I think that's what happened because you don't have to shape in those open combat missions. You don't have to shape the environment to what you need it to be. You can just drop objectives into that environment on based on what it already is. So I I really think it was the, we don't have time. We can only do some missions. We have to do the missions that we have to do that set the story even though we really don't have enough of that, and then we have to do open combat missions for the rest of them because that's the only way this thing is going to fill out slightly.
0: <laughs> so you're you're saying sledgehammer is getting the short end of the stick on on all development Call I of Duty so. minus Advanced Warfare, which do people even well, want and another and Advanced War two, Warfare
1: and World War Two or did that was Vanguard right? Not Vanguard. They did. World oh, that was War World II, War One Vanguard. Yeah.
2: I don't think people will ever admit it, but I think they do want a uh, Advanced Warfare 2. I don't think yeah. people will admit it, but I think they would. They probably <laughs> They'd probably be like mad it. at first, and then they'll be like, oh no, and then they'll play them well, back right out. now.
1: Everybody wants jetpacks back, you know. I remember back in the day they hated them like with a dying passion, but we're in that. That's what six. I remember. We're at that part of the cycle where everybody wants jetpacks again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, in that case, then yeah, I guess I hadn't quite considered it that way. I didn't know all the details about Vanguard and uh, World War Two, and uh, I did know some of the nonsense that happened with this game, but the open combat missions at, at the time I was looking at it, I was like the, the, why did y'all go with this? But I guess quicker <laughs> dev time. about
1: it that way, it really yeah. makes sense. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's a quick turnaround.
2: It's unfortunate, like Having to, like, what they, you know, were able to do in the 16-month period, props to them, but that doesn't excuse it, you know. It's still bad. Yep. So...
0: Yeah, but this is now a story of they did what they could. Yep. And yet, they still called it a labor, labor yep. of love, and they're incredibly bad proud
2: well, i'm sure they well, i'm
0: sure they put that's called PR, <laughs> that called
2: pr my guy
0: i know pr my guy oh my gosh it's just like is these are the words you guys want to say to to the fans It probably even actually wasn't to the fans it was probably to investors
2: mm-hmm. oh we're so excited you know always anytime there's like a new premiere of a game or devs come out to talk about there's it's i mean, almost I mean a drinking fam game. you
1: say any i mean fam you say anything else you are
2: about to get layoffs so yeah <laughs> so you got to be like oh yeah we're so excited it's like my drinking game when there's like we're so excited to show you all you know we love what we do and it's like yep that's some pr talk if i've ever <laughs> you gotta behind the scenes a gun pointed at you
0: <laughs> that's so. pretty, yeah that's, that's probably <laughs> pretty accurate where does, so now where does Modern Warfare go? Like, Modern Warfare 4? And, I mean, they still have a captured backer off, so...
1: There'll be, there'll be a 4, but obviously it'll get way more dev time.
0: Is it going to be Infinity Ward then?
1: Yep, it'll be Infinity Ward. God, why did they go with Modern Warfare 3 as a direct, yeah, that's... I- Super disappointing. I, I, that's called marketing. I mean dirt. again direct sequel okay. is the easiest way to reuse assets. So that's easiest way to put it.
2: And easiest way for them to charge full price Yep. Put a new number on it and you can charge full price.
0: All right, well, uh th- there's more to that than the campaign, so you guys <laughs> get to
1: the good parts of this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, are they good is is how is zombies good?
1: I, I like zombies a lot. Um, there's a lot of people who are going to look at it and say it's just a reskin of DMZ, and they're not necessarily wrong, but I think it's incorrect to take that at face value, like that assumption.
0: Okay, why?
1: Because they put a lot of really neat zombie stuff in. Uh, there are different zones for zombies, so you'll infill on the outskirts, the the zone of the outskirts, then you'll have the second zone. As you work your way in the map, you got tougher zombies in that different types. Oh, so basically as you, you progress, way, the zombies. Yeah, and get... then when you work your way to the third zone, it's the toughest zone. Uh, so it's the okay. one that has the a lot tougher ones. As uh, we've not gotten to that one yet, because <laughs> we don't want to die and lose all our crap. <laughs> because it does still have the Tarkov DMZ thing of you die, you
0: lose. Oh, yourself. oh, that's an interesting so, twist. And anyway, I yeah.
2: and I'm treating I, it. it uh, David put it really good because I was like, you know, what's the end game? Like, what's the end? Because I didn't play a lot of DMZ, you know, so this was kind of a new thing for me. Yeah, he, and he
1: was sitting there complaining. A little bit I'm of, like, what am it? I supposed he didn't understand to what do? Was going on?
2: I was like, why? <laughs> you know, I was like, is this? What's the end game? Like, I'm just getting a little checkbox, and then David, you know, explained, it. and I started to think of it as a almost like a roguelike where you want to progressively build up to get stronger, and then you go for the main goal.
0: Oh, um, interesting. You know,
2: and, that, yeah. which, and that's that kind of essentially what DMZ me. and Tarkov are.
1: <laughs> Although those involve PvP, whereas that is the other thing that I thought was really cool with this is there's no PvP in zombies. It is all uh PvE. Did so, anybody expect
0: PvP for zombies?
1: Well, DMZ had PvP. Oh my so gosh. The, the, <laughs> you never know what's gonna making. happen.
0: Good Lord. But I'm
1: <laughs> I'm fine with the fact that there's no PvP because the last thing I want is you to shouldn't. get third partied when I'm yeah. fighting 500 zombies, yeah, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. No. Uh, and
1: we were we were having a lot of fun running around, just doing these different open world contracts, and they they spawn you in. There's like an actual story mission that you're essentially doing, which admittedly they're pretty by the numbers. Like right now, I think we're on get 50 cryo kills with cryo ammunition, and. Then ten kill like that's how you progress the story essentially. It's, it's a checklist by doing different basically. objectives, your checklist. Yeah. And eventually it will work its way into you fighting like some main zombie bosses um as you continue to go on. But like I like Noah was talking about, like you're playing this and you can exfil with some things. Those some things are, for instance, uh the pack-a-punch perks or the they're the perk perca colas. Yeah, so like okay. All the, you'll like be able the classic to classic
0: Black Ops zombie stuff that mm-hmm, you see. Yeah.
1: which they have stuff around. They have it around the map that you can go ahead and spend money and and get the benefits. You can earn them through doing through the RNG of doing different contracts and missions and such that are just on the map because there there's more. There's a bunch of side objectives you can just go around and just do, and, and it can be as simple as. Eliminate, you got a bounty on a zombie, so you go eliminate a specific zombie, or you go and you like escort like this, this machine that's uh, this little tank machine that's closing rifts, or you're going to kill, you're going to destroy spores. Like, there are specific things okay. you go around, and you and the RNG will either give you sometimes will give you the perks uh, and all that kind of stuff, but. If Depending on what you get, you can actually pick the cans up and store them away. So that way when you exfil mm. out, you can have them to bring back in on your next run because once you exfil, you lose your perks, you lose the pack-a-punch on your gun uh, and, right, yeah. and the benefits. So when you go back in, your gun resets and you reset. As far as like all that kind of stuff goes, and so the only can you use that stuff in, that
0: you pick up immediately instead, so you can, you can progress. You can use further? it.
1: You can use it immediately if you decide to, or okay. you can hold it back.
0: So, so what's the, so what's the advantage then things, of holding it back? You start with uh, for it for
1: that next run.
0: But if the next That's, run starts like on like basic easy zombies, then if you get it later, then why why not so, just use it then? And so just I guess I further? should.
1: I guess I should say there are forty. You have forty five minutes in each run. So you can't do oh, everything.
0: Okay. Oh, you are got timed. it. Okay, like you are timed I brought you that up to David. <laughs> I was like, yeah. homie,
2: how are we supposed to make it to the end game in 45 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, he kept oh. he kept
1: saying all that. So essentially, you're you're prepping, and you are all these re- other runs are. I'm getting the stuff I need, so, so I that when I come in, in here.
0: Stuff. Yeah,
1: I can jump got right it. in and jump right into the hard zone. I don't. I don't even got have it. to worry about these zones. So.
0: You're okay. doing all this That's stuff.
1: A- they even have schematics. Like it is part of the RNG, but you can get schematics where you can actually. It's it's on like a three hour cooldown, but like you can go in and choose from your schematics and be like, you know, I want napalm ammo, so I'm going to make one of these, or I'm going to make a a, a, a cola because I want to start with extra health. So it it's not just that you bring it out, but you're also trying to get that RNG so that you get the schematics so that you can choose what you want to infill with um and well, they that still do have it of compelling yeah and they still do have it where you can uh in dmz you had insured weapon slots where you can create a blueprint that you can take in with you of a gun but then of course you have guns you can pick up as you're in the game and if you exfil with them they become what's called contraband weapons which you can choose from that you have stored mm. and take them back into the game again again okay. if you die with those weapons you lose them right uh, if if it's your insured slot, then you don't lose the gun you just can't use it for a certain time limit and doing runs can lessen that time limit if yeah. you do them successfully after so it's just it's just fun to me like especially when you've got friends which I would not really suggest solo it's really tough solo. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard, done a couple yeah, of uh, yeah, I've done a
2: couple runs, and I told David I was like, "Homie, this was designed to be played with <laughs> friends." The solo experience is very skewed. Um, but one thing that you know, if you are a hardcore solo player and you just don't want to queue up, you know, with an LFG or anything like that, um, there is a because uh, I just ran into this when I was grinding some of the. Um, weapon levels you can uh, there are other people on the map it's not just you and there are blue uh dots that you know that you can see other squads and other people Um you can run up to those other squads and request to join them oh which is really like you won't join their party or anything you'll just be kind of part of their group
0: yeah 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 which is
2: it's really a, nice
1: assimilation which is something they actually did in uh, DMZ and you can do up to 6 players that way you can you can infill with up to 3 on your team but you can go up to 6 oh oh so that's interesting one of the, we actually had a solo player who we were playing and he actually asked if he could be a part of our party like did the ping system to do that and we ended up bringing him in and he helped us get do a couple of missions and stuff and it was pretty neat <laughs> that's cool
2: um And one thing too, like if you go down, uh, like if you're a solo player, for instance, one kind of nice thing that I like, and I'm sure it works for, you know, parties and those groups that are queued up. Um, if you go down and like your res timer runs out or whatever, um, you can actually, uh, it's one of the D pads. I think it's the down D pad, but you can plea for help and it'll ping nearby squads and they can come over, even if your res timer is like passive, as long as that like within that 45-minute time frame, they can swing by and res you. Wow. Which is really nice. Did, yeah. That, yeah, that's so nice.
1: Which which other teams can res you if you're down too, so that's also
2: yeah. nice. This is, just, this is just nice, you know, if you don't you know, want to lose anything, you're like if you're willing to wait a little bit, if you plea for help, you know, and you get somebody who's nice and comes over and res you, that way you don't lose your stuff. Uh, so yeah, there's there's some some things I really liked about it, you know, as someone who didn't play a lot of DMZ. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it.
0: It it, it does sound like a lot of fun. That that now, sounds like now that he understands play. the
2: point. Now that I understand the per- yeah, the moment he said it's like <laughs> think roguelike, I was like, boom. Okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm set.
0: Yeah, that's, you know. that's that's your language, Noah, right there. Yep. Roguelike. Yep.
2: Got it. Because I, I was like, dude, David, I got like $3,000 and it's been 10 minutes. How are we going to get to the end? Got <laughs> it. Like, you know? Yeah. So. No, that makes sense. It was sense. a good learning experience for me because I didn't play DMZ because I didn't really care for the PvP aspect. Sure. You know, because of the whole third party, you know, and all that stuff. And so with zombies not having PvP in it, it's been a ton of fun. I've really, really enjoyed it.
0: So, how has the multiplayer compared to what you guys were playing in the beta?
2: Oh, I, I <laughs> David, it's <laughs> the multiplayer. It's
1: the multiplayer we were playing in the beta, honestly. Like, it's,
0: well, I it's, remember you guys complaining about some of the stuff that was happening in it. Were those things fixed? Are there other problems? Are there, yeah, I mean, I mean
3: yeah, this is where, where David
2: like, and I, this is where David and I differ. Well, oh, as
0: far as the okay.
1: technical things, they fix them, like in terms of like, we talked about like the battle rages and some of the slide delays and some of that kind of stuff. Like that stuff is, is, has been largely fixed. Uh, and they've made some good, um, other changes and they're rolling out more changes. Like they've actually got an experimental playlist where they're actually working around like a blue outline on your teammates so that you're not accidentally shooting at them. And since you can move so much faster, just suddenly I'll see your buddy. And
0: like, I have that try. problem in any yeah. Call of Duty. Everybody so, just so looks the
1: same. They're working on stuff like that. Uh, different little little changes here and there. Uh, obviously, the biggest the biggest issue with this game is how ridiculously high tuned the uh, skill based matchmaking is, and it, it is just every lobby has been a slog that we have played. I mean, just. That's the way I Straight like it. Up, uh, like, it's... Yeah. It, yeah, it feels for like it. we're walking through quicksand sometimes. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. that bad. Yeah, it's just... I don't want to be, like... It's that whole catch-22. Because, obviously, if you're just... If you're... A lot of times, it's the people who are good that are complaining. And then somebody... If you took away SBMM all the way, like, you would just have, like, the... Call of Duty pros like trashing you in a lobby because you're not as good as you think you are, or whatnot. But it's like, I'm pretty could honored listen. if Octane dropped
2: 50 on me. Yeah. You know, like, I feel <laughs> it, pretty honored. But it's like, it's just saying. It, it's, I it's, got a shot on one him. Of those, I tell yeah. him. I didn't kill him. I hit, I hit I him. shot at him. <laughs> I, I, sh- yeah. I, I shot at draws but it, guys. It, it's okay. Yeah. You
1: know? It's still We're one good. of those things where you just, you feel like it could be tuned just a little less. It could be a, just because a, I mean, a lot less. if I do good once, I feel like the next five games are me going 10 and 40 like it, like I, I can't do good without being punished <laughs> for it. Like it is, mm-hmm. is rough and you know, it doesn't help because obviously this, we talk about the modern warfare two maps. I love the maps that they're just, they're iconic, they're nostalgic, but there are core gameplay issues that those maps have. Because of the way those maps were played, <laughs> and because the way the game played on those maps back in the day, you know, back in the day, it was an AR's game. So guess what shreds everyone in this game? SMGs. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the SMGs are are pretty underpowered. Which I'll admit, SMGs have been pretty OP over the last couple of years. Of Call of Duty. So I can't be completely mad. Because I was beaming people with the MP40 in Call of Duty Vanguard across the map. So it'd be kind of... So it's just switched to an AR. But it's like, my word, because of the way these maps are set up, there are so many head glitches that you can sit at in this map and just sit there and barely be seen. Oh, which and, map? With an AR. Oh, all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> all of them have heady. Spot Like, Skid Row may be the most fair in terms of there are at least spots I can play around. And, yes, movement is there so that it can help you in some of these these spots. But, fam, if I'm on derail, slide canceling around in an open snowfield is not going to keep me from being sniped. (laughs) Like, there are just not a lot of routes one can take on that map. Like, that map is... If you're using an SMG, run into one of the warehouses and sit there because there's nowhere else you can go.
0: <laughs> well, I, I feel like that's actually was a lot of people's complaints with the old maps and the first, well, there was a lot of camping.
1: Yep, And eh, I don't think that I see a lot of camping necessarily in this one as oh, much as I see head glitches.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: We're playing. It is rough.
0: Uh, say mean, that ter- again terminal your the, mic was kind of cutting out a little bit uh, Noah.
2: the the all the lobbies that Dave and i are playing it's not that people are just sitting in corners camping it's just sure. they're sweating sitting at headies you know sh- one to go for their pro you know yeah. tryouts and it's just exhausting <laughs>
1: yeah. well because c- it really does come down down to a game of one bullet like you're sitting at a headie they're sitting at a headie Whoever just gets the last bullet is the one who wins. That's the most and engaging you're doing your best.
0: Yeah that, yeah, that sounds miserable. Yeah, it yeah. can
1: be. It can be. If you want to roll the the footage oh, yeah. of the multiplayer, have this and is actually a map where I actually did well. <laughs> but it's just, it's just a setup of the maps. Like I get some of it, and not it not all of them are gonna be good because everybody knows that people were dropping out of lobbies back in modern warfare 2 if it wasn't one of the top four if it wasn't high rise or terminal or rust (laughs) people were just quitting like like no i'm not playing derail what are you talking about i ain't playing underpass
2: (laughs) which i i do think kit registration is worse since the beta just from my experience i've talked to david about it a lot but just yeah there's a lot of ghost bullets uh non-registration and stuff I,
1: i i think that's but that's at least it's fixable, like something like that is. Fixable
0: it's fixable, but that to, is one of the most frustrating things. I would I hate yeah. when Call of Duty has bad hit registration because yeah. you only get like one point two seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's whoever's you was, host. <laughs> you know. yeah, <laughs> right? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: there's, a, there's a couple that I get on here where it's like, yeah, I hit every bullet, <laughs> but as you can see, like it's really smooth and it's fast. Like I love how. Arcade Call of Duty is back in this game.
0: No, it's super fast. And uh, I mean, it definitely has vibes of old Modern Warfare 2 and whatnot. What is that skin you are wearing? What is this? You're on Groot. fire.
2: As Earth 2 Groot. So,
0: <laughs> Oh my God.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's not Groot necessarily, but it certainly looks like Groot. Yeah. Did you just kill Which, Makarov? Yes.
0: <laughs> Shiny <Wow>. Makarov. Shiny. <laughs> Yeah. How Call of Duty has evolved My goodness <laughs>
1: I'm playing as Groot here so. You know <laughs> noah yeah, his uh, sweat skin out
2: <laughs> well, well, Is I mean, it my No it should be that's my your Laura Croft ra- that's your
1: ra- I, oh, it, oh it's probably Yeah cause Noah's Laura Croft
2: this. Yeah I'm Laura Croft, I, um, that's, Laura my, Croft that's my and, brother with his sweat skin and That's Valaria yeah. Yep So it, it's just, I, like, I like Tomb Raider. Um, the game just feels good to
1: play, though. Like, they have not lost the what makes Call of Duty that FPS that you just have fun playing. Shooting a gun feels good still. Doing all the different stuff. Sliding around, jumping, all the things. It's just It just feels good.
0: So, in this, in this game, the AR seems to be the prominent one, but is there any game where just all the classes are at least somewhat balanced? Because I feel like every... Call of Duty goes through its... This class of gun is... The, is just just run around with a sniper I mean, and you'll be fine. You run around with an SMG, you'll be fine.
1: I mean, I think the guns are decently balanced in terms of... Oh, there was my, there was my snap. Yeah. yeah, um, the,
0: the, 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, all of the guns are pretty decently balanced. It's just, again, it's the the maps you're using them on is, is kind of like, I feel like most guns, like you don't have a ton of guns that are just way overpowered compared to something else. It's just that like, if you're using an SMG on this map, you're a lot of times at a disadvantage because of the sight lines. Like it's, and it really does boil down to, and something that a lot of people don't understand. You have to learn how to play these games. If I have an SMG, I can't just run out in the open and like just start ch- uh, uh, challenge why not way david why across why like, not because I can your slide, gun cancel because that is not what your downhills gun, that is not what your gun is built
0: for <laughs> <laughs> well like, how else am i supposed to run around and with my shotgun
1: <laughs> thankfully you know and i'll uh,
2: I, I don't know you if no one can second this but david david we don't see those lobbies because yeah. of sbmm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice if we did. We could see those, but, you know, yeah, we never I, will. So I, d- I don't feel like, uh, I
1: don't feel like we've seen nearly as many shotguns in this one. I don't think they've, I don't think the shotguns are nearly as OP as they were back at, back in Modern Warfare 2. Just well, I think honest. these maps
2: are a lot bigger.
1: And a lot bigger comes. and more open.
2: Yeah. They're more open. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, remember they, a lot
0: of shotguns in Modern Warfare 2, 2009.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not, ni-
0: it's not that oh, bad I, unless you're on like. Was rust. it two
2: or three that had the uh, the spaz twelve? That
0: Ooh, was, I think that was. Oh, it three? was two. It was two. Was dude. It two it that two? had the spaz okay. twelve? That was a, sure. that You could
2: snipe people on Afghan with it. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, so, It was two. If it, it was Afghan, it's two. Yeah. Uh but
0: but yeah, yeah. I think I get. A, I think I get did, another good snap that, over here. Wasn't that a? Uh, didn't that problem re- come yeah, up again watch, in 2019? Watch this one. Wasn't there a shotgun wow. that like beamed people?
1: Watch this. Into- one. Watch this one.
0: <laughs> We're watching. We. This is still a <laughs> podcast. I'm. I'm running around. <laughs> I'm running around cracked, man.
1: Audio listeners
2: are shook. They're like, "What?" You, <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> just out. Like, look, <laughs> look, guys, look. <laughs> but uh, you are. Yeah, you're literally cracked. Look at your skin. I mean,
2: towards the end of yep. uh, last year's. Uh, God, Modern Warfare Two, the uh, the slugs were pretty insane because they you buffed sni- them. You
1: could snipe with them, like it was bad.
2: So, so yeah, I don't think shotgun should ever be very should be strong. Uh, What's
1: really funny is I, I don't
0: think snipers should be like you just run around and just <laughs> no scope, yeah, so easily. Oh, yeah. Which I was quick of, they only
2: added three new snipers in this Ooh. game, which I am not happy about. Uh, and two of them are battle rifles. I'm sorry, they are. Uh, what? So more what? That's more what they feel like. That's,
0: yeah, that sounds like a Borderlands kind of sniper. Yeah, the one that acts like a battle rifle instead.
2: It's it's literally a semi-auto battle rifle. That's um, an AK. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It. There are. There's a lot of people that you know that we played against who can get a lot of one shot kills with it. Uh, but you have to be really close range and they just, they don't play like snipers. I talked about it um, a little bit, but yeah, they just don't feel like snipers to me. There's only one that truly feels like a long range weapon. The other Is one just Is that because it's like bolt action? And high powered, yep. Okay. That's a cat, right? <laughs> yep. But yep. the longbow and the KV uh, both are just not snipers. I'm sorry. What's
1: uh? What's really funny is that the, <laughs> apparently the, so they did some carry forward, uh, and we'll get to the whole entire idea of that in a second, but they did carry forward and they brought two of the modern warfare or they brought four of the modern warfare two maps from like not 2009, but last year's game, they actually brought them forward into this game.
0: Well, I um, imagine they could do it cause they're yeah. it's the same game it's game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but what was what's really funny about it is some one of the one of the players or one of the main accounts the fan accounts made a tweet and was like this, you're telling me we really could have been playing this this game all of last year because <laughs> it's like these maps feel so good when you add modern warfare 3 movement and jumping and all of this into it Because the TTK is, like, yes, it's maybe one or two more bullets, but it still feels right. Like, it feels good. Yeah. Feels like there's some skill involved.
0: (laughs) That's fair. So, uh, I heard about this Call of Duty hub. I don't remember exactly what it's called. What is that?
2: HQ. Call of Duty HQ. The launcher kind of thing?
0: Yeah, there's a launcher now.
2: It's
1: pretty much just a way to manage all of your Call of Duty games in one app. And right now it just insta-boots to Modern Warfare 3. So it, I just don't even think about it, to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I've been reading that, you, uh, and this is just from random people on the internet, no uh, from journalists or anything, that... Uh, it auto-boots to Modern Warfare 3, so how do you boot up Modern Warfare 2 if you wanted to?
1: You just scroll down to the bottom of the, like, if you have got both installed, like, you would scroll down on the Hulu menu at the very beginning <laughs> of, at your start menu, essentially, and there's a Modern Warfare 2 area, and you'd click that, and it would essentially reboot the game into Modern Warfare 2.
0: That is, okay. Perhaps it's, clunky because Modern Warfare is 3 clunky. is Modern Warfare 2.
1: Yeah, It's just clunky mm-hmm. in general.
0: Okay. Alright, well. Alright, um, let's
1: carry forward. it. All the Modern Warfare 2 weapons are in the game. I see no reason to use them. Like, they don't necessarily feel better than what you've got in. Like, there's not a lot of Modern Warfare 3 weapons because... That don't exactly have a lot to work with <laughs> because they had all of these in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, uh, but it's like I play it and I I'll get killed by one of the guns. I'm like, what are you even doing? Why would you use the? Modern I would Warfare I
0: stuff? would use it because it's yeah. probably all I know.
1: Yeah, it. I just it doesn't make sense because like I, I can definitely one of the things No and I were worried about is that the Modern Warfare 2 weapons would be meta, like, still. And I don't think they are in the slightest. Are they they're retuned at all? They're still good, but they're not meta in the slightest. Like, they, they... they, they You could tell they adjusted them. You can tell that, like... Because, you know, the recoil is not nearly as bad as it is in Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because that is one thing. Most of your guns are lasers. You just get a couple attachments on them, and they already weren't moving that much now that almost that the acr man chef's kiss
0: <laughs> i love it i love Think a good babies. game with the acr but
1: uh but yeah it's it's like it's there and the only things i thought was like why didn't they just move maybe some of the guns over the best guns or something like that and stuff but you know then timmy would be mad because the blueprint he bought through microtransactions isn't Ooh, in the game, yeah. but Danny's is in the game, and yeah, that's why they really moved everything forward. Is hey, all your stuff
2: comes with you, and Good like we to- said, the the amount there, the number of new guns is not. People would be mad if they dropped or they you know loaded in and there's only three cypers. Yep, it
1: feels like a so. necessity. I mean, there's three mm-hmm. new. There's like four pistols. Three new. Um, three new shotguns, two, about three or four battle rifles, marksman rifles, uh, which honestly the battle rifles at this point feel like AR, feel like ARs on Like the boss B is straight up an AR with less bullets. Like that's it. Uh, so as soon as you get the bigger clip, you just equip that and go. <laughs> and then the, I mean, really it's, it's a stupid Yep. Gun like at the very beginning of that game. Uh and then they've got like maybe 6 7 ARs and like five SMGs. <laughs> like, See, it, they already defined the meta. There the you go. <laughs> it's not
3: enough
1: to fill it's not enough to fill the game. Yeah. So All right. But I am excited because we will be getting ranked mode in sometime probably in January, so
0: Okay all right let's pivot to grand theft auto 6 we know the trailer is coming in early december we got that i think yep. they're gonna drop it during the game awards you know i think yeah well and you guys are nodding your heads yeah so uh i mean i feel like it just makes sense every year viewership for the game awards goes up so why not take advantage of that and you know put it in front of the bunch of eyeballs are going to be watching this year especially after this year was jam packed with crazy good games no what do you think
2: i mean it well they said um early december right to for the mm-hmm. and like
0: yeah game of words is, is the game Awards. coincidentally
2: right then you know yeah. so it it makes perfect sense i like grand theft auto is big and they could just tweet out the trailer you know on a random wednesday and it would still
0: break the internet but yeah Dude, the announcement of the that? announcement had like
2: yeah so, I, I just think
0: it's so funny
1: that there's so many people know this is so big they're going to want to do it at their own thing i'm like what thing a blog post yeah. <laughs> like they're they don't go and do their own event this is free eyeballs and then you throw it online and get the same amount you were about yeah, to get.
2: You're <laughs> double dipping, you know, and yeah. it's they're you know, like we said, they could announce it on their own and it would still go. They insane. could. Yeah. But, but why still not double do dip?
1: It. Yeah. yep. Like do that. And you have guaranteed eyes off. on this show, especially how big this mm-hmm. game is. This year has been of games. Everybody's going to be watching this thing.
2: Yeah. I would put money. Win. I would put money that it closes the show.
1: Oh yeah. Well you don't you don't do or you, you don't have, have to something like it. that
2: and don't yeah. close with that.
1: Which uh just so everybody knows, Rockstar Games is on the advisory council of the game awards.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Because I was I was thinking, I was like, if Keeley actually does land this trailer in the Game Awards, I mean super props to him. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I guess it's a little bit easier when you got Rockstar on the advisory board.
3: <laughs>
2: yep. So yeah it'll and it'll break the internet, you know, when it drops. So, yep. Yeah, I see no way this doesn't land or premiere during the Game Awards. It's just yep. too too easy of a success to have,
1: you know. For me, it's always the could could it be outside of it sure, but it, again, no. <laughs> why not do it here when you know everybody's watching?
2: And also that's going to boost the game awards numbers too, because people are going to watch it for that trailer.
0: Oh, absolutely. So it's,
2: it's going to, it's a mutual, you know, well, what's funny is this
1: is, this is what the advisory council thing says. It says the advisory board helps guide and advance the mission of the game awards. Okay, that's literally their mission statement. More better way to advance the game. What could help? (laughs) GTA Six. Yeah.
0: yeah. At this point, the Game Awards is a loot based game. How do we make our numbers go up?
2: Yep. Uh,
1: I guarantee. And you you gotta have
2: something big. Well, that's all. I, you know, I would assume too. That's why they did that. You know, announcement tweet or whatever was to get people to watch the Game Awards in anticipation of that because if they would have just surprise dropped it they wouldn't have gotten nearly as many views you know or eyes on the game awards
0: what do you guys think about the idea of there's there's some people out there who would suggest that an announcement this big overshadows the the actual awards right you know the developers get their accolades and all that stuff do you guys would you do you guys care
2: I don't care. I think I I'm, think the I'm people there to who care about break. the award,
1: yeah, and I think <laughs> the <know>. people who <laughs> care about the awards are going to be watching it for that. Like the, Why the people not both? who actually <laughs> think about it. That's just the way I look I at mean, it. Yeah,
2: I I watch the game awards for two things now. Like it used to be, you know, to see the awards, but now it's like let's see what's going to premiere. Yep. You know, it, it's a. It's great to have two reasons to watch the Game Awards versus Uh, just one. You know, I like that. So, I I yeah, that's a problem with it. That's where
0: I'm I'm not sitting.
1: It's like, (laughs) fam, I'm not sitting here through all of these esports nominations. Like, as much as I appreciate what esports is, I don't. I just don't have an interest. So,
0: well, especially us, we don't have an interest in those particular esports. Although I have watched Valorant, and that that is a fun game to watch, but. I mean, yeah, the developers get their accolades. People will check out the games that they're interested in after they watch the awards. Uh, but I mean, honestly, I don't remember half the awards from last year. I barely even, you know, I, Elden Ring was game of the year. Okay, that's that's pretty much all I remember <laughs> from the game awards last year and probably will be the same this year, even with all the bangers and probably having
1: a fun trip with Noah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <coughs> So yeah,
1: I'm and us f- laughing,
2: uh, thinking that Keeley was gonna come out with a lightsaber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it
2: was
0: so it was funny Just Keeley. I, I just wonder <laughs> we what we both
1: looked at each other and immediately <laughs> thought the same exact thing.
0: <laughs> I wonder what uh random ad Keeley's going to have that's gonna uh, break the internet again. Last year it was DoorDash. What's it gonna be this year? Uh What's wild is uh, even with the amount of leaks that have happened for Grand Theft Auto 6, I mean, literally, the whole breach lawsuits, teenager goes to, you know, all that stuff. We still don't know 100% what the frick GTA 6 will be. <laughs> and the level of anticipation is as if no one knows what the game actually is instead I love that like i hate that the leaks happened like for the developer you know and all that stuff that that is unfortunate but we still don't really know yeah we think it might be said in miami yeah it could feature a female protagonist but we all actually freaking know so when the trailer drops it's still gonna be like oh it's still gonna be like new welcome you to grand theft auto 6 management sim <laughs> <laughs> It is a city builder. It is a business. <laughs> it is everything. I uh, thought that would,
2: David was gonna say Battle Royale.
0: <laughs> oh, you missed your opportunity, David, on that one. It might happen, though. A running joke. <laughs> no. Um, but John Unishek actually had something interesting to say on Twitter. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this after the leak of the the potential like early December trailer, whatever announcement, that was leaked. Uh, John Unisek, uh, he is a senior community manager for Halo. Um, he said, and I'm, I'm just going to read the whole thing. Um, he said, quote, the people who asked to not be identified because they weren't authorized to speak publicly, uh, they decided to undermine multiple years of hard work by their colleagues. If you're ever fortunate enough to work on a game that millions of people care about, Don't be this person. Imagine you and your teammates have been dreaming of this moment since day one. Now that it's almost ready, entire teams have started planning to turn that reveal into something truly memorable for the fans, the studio, and the gaming community as a whole. Then, right before the announcement, someone takes it upon themselves to undermine it all, robbing millions of fans of the reveal that they deserve. Rather than being a spectacular surprise, you are now in in an expectation all because of one person. Don't be that person. Please just let cool moments be cool. He was talking about the Grand Theft Auto 6 leaks. Now, we're not developers, obviously, but I mean, are developers really that sour over a release date for a trailer being leaked? I just, I don't see that.
1: I mean, I I guess it does kind of suck, because I mean, that's like, I mean, that's their first official GTA 6 announcement beyond we're working on it. (laughs) So, I mean, I get it especially if it was an intentional thing of leaking it and such. Which uh, of course it was. Yeah, but it's yeah. It, I don't know. I I guess it's just we're just in an age of that stuff. It gets around somebody either intentionally did it or they told a friend who told a friend who told a friend kind of thing. So it's <laughs> like you know, uh, dude, we're in the age of social media like you literally work in social media you know this is a pretty regular thing. Heck, your own company accidentally posts crap and reveals it be- the <laughs> yeah. day before all the oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this just happens. It Does it stink? Yeah. But it happens whether you like it or not. Like, again, sometimes it's going to be intentional. Sometimes it's going to happen and an intern's going to get fired because they press the button too quick. Or scheduled yeah. something incorrectly.
2: <laughs> but I I think anytime a studio or devs, you know, if they're working on something and it doesn't get unveiled in the time frame or the way that they want it to be, I definitely think it is frustrating. But uh depending on the severity, you know, if a little announcement gets leaked, you know, I don't think the devs are gonna lose a ton of sleep over that. You know, if their entire game and trailers and stuff got leaked yeah that's gonna really, really well, i mean suck. didn't
1: you remember the, the the leak that happened well before this that <laughs> was supposedly like actual gameplay
0: oh i know yeah <laughs> so i like, referred to that yeah when i brought the topic i mean literal actual code like, was bam, the source we, code we
1: know much more than this <laughs>
0: well so here's the interesting response that tom warren had uh, to john He said he said I'd say hacking into a studio and stealing early code and putting that out there is undermining years of work putting a reveal date out there for something that's already been officially announced and leaked hardly undermines years of work. That's what he said in response to what John yeah. Unishek said.
1: Yeah, I think it's more just on this line of it sucks. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. this humongous thing. Does it take a little bit of the wind out of your sails? Sure, but I mean, like you said, it's it's an announcement of an announcement. Yeah, more than it is anything. So but that's why
0: that's why I'm like John. Like, I feel like you're going a little hard on <laughs> on this because uh, at the end of the day, like everybody's still freaking excited about this announcement, and still nobody actually really knows what <laughs> this announcement, like what Grand Theft Auto Six is gonna really like, going to yeah. look like. I think if I'm working at one of these developers. I'm wondering who the frick is leaking this information. Like, that's, that's what I want to know. Like, wouldn't you want to know? Like, dude, like, who is leaking this stuff?
2: Starts grilling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll find them.
0: Like, I, I want to know what it's like to be the person who knows the person who leaked it. Like, <laughs> what's that got to be like? Goodness gracious. Yep. All right. Let's talk about game awards. So, um, I have to be honest I totally called this so many people thought Starfield would be nominated for <laughs> game of the year I had someone on threads actually who works at Ubisoft tell me there's no way it was going to not be nominated oh, because wow. Microsoft would pay for it to be there you know because uh who knows I, I have no idea like how this actually all goes down the game Awards says it on their website but you know who knows what goes on in the back end but you know, after the nominees were revealed, I got the thread from that person saying, "I stand corrected." <laughs> Feels good, man. Um, you got to take JJ, the small victories. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> do. I'm pretty
1: sure I literally called every single one of the Game of the Year nominees
0: except Mario Wonder. That's the one I no, was. I
1: called that one. I didn't call did? that one.
0: You mm-hmm. did call Mario Wonder? I thought you, you said you, they you, wouldn't have two Nintendo games on there. No,
2: I'm actually
1: the one who kept saying they would. It must oh. be
2: nice being able to remember that because I don't remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it Must be really nice. I don't.
0: Perhaps that's what you said, Noah. I don't think I put said. Team I games. I knew.
2: I knew BG three and uh, Tears would be on there, but I don't remember what my other picks were. <laughs> so,
0: well, good on oh. you, David. Because yeah, you. I mean, you called Alan Wake two, and yeah, all the other ones that were on there. Uh, I. I knew. I wanted Mario Wonder to be there. I figured it should be there. I didn't think it would actually be there, so I am surprised Mario Wonder did make it. But uh, let, let, I'll just get a little personal. I'm a little still a little myth. Street Fighter 6 didn't make it to the actual game of the year. It's, you know, that's just for me. So how do we feel about the nominees? Just general feelings.
2: I mean, any with how this year has been... <laughs> I think that's pretty fair the I get all of them on there the one that it's not that I don't think it didn't deserve to be on there it's just with so many incredible titles that launched re4
0: Resident I knew before, Resident Evil 4.
2: it kind of surprised me like I in a good way like I didn't think it was going to get on the the nom list but I'm happy that it is because I I really enjoyed it
0: yeah um yeah I thought it was good well let's go through let's go through most of these. We're just skip all the esports ones. Which um, I'll but, say that
1: i g I'll say that I get the frustration some people have had with RE four. Like I get What I get
0: frustration that. has there been with RE four?
1: Oh people are it's a remake, so it
0: doesn't deserve Oh, to be oh, there. oh got it. Yeah. Didn't they have a remake there but, last year?
1: Uh two thousand and nineteen well last year. There wasn't anything. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of good games out uh, to fight for Game of the Year, so it was tough to get, nice, a lot, uh, get okay. everything nommed. So if you're um, mad at, re- so if you're mad at 2019 should have been it. Yeah, 2019 actually, Resident Evil, uh, two remake was actually on Game of the Year nom- nomination list.
0: Oh, yep, I remember that.
1: So, yeah, I don't mo- most of the people are people who are arguing about Starfield are the ones who are most upset by that. And the thing I kind of get a laugh out of, and I don't mean it in a mean way towards Xbox, but uh, they could have had eight slots. And I, even if you take Resident Evil out, I'm not even sure
0: Starfield even still gets nominated. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, well, if we looked at. I mean, good God! Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think so. Spider-Man. It's they, just uh, been such a I strong know. year. That's what I'm
1: getting at. Like, because Final Fantasy VII, you've got Street Fighter Six. You, it's a very mild you take. In Final my Sixteen, high five! Yeah, or sixteen. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush like, deserves did to it be drop? Not- <laughs> I know. getting freaked out I was like, Rebirth and I missed it <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: god I was about to- Guys, I gotta go <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was about to uh, freak out for a second You know,
1: Hi-Fi <laughs> Rush deserves to be nominated over Starfield
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I mean, would.
1: I would say hot take, but I don't think that's a really hot take.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, so fun thing I've been doing on threads. Uh, I've had a uh kind of a game of the year tournament poll thing going for like mm-hmm. the last whatever amount of days, and I literally went through like all the games from like scoring one hundred to eighty, and put them in like a whatever. I don't, I don't know how many games a fifty eight uh, game bracket. Uh. And my criteria was the game had to at least score an 80, and the game had to have a 85% recommendation on Open Critic. Guess what game didn't make it? Starfield. <laughs> and people were like, Where's Starfield? It was like, hey, it did not meet the criteria. Like that game was just so divisive. Um, all right, let's look at these categories
1: get back to that because we could get in that other conversation yeah. quite a well, I know, I know and we'll probably still <laughs> jump into it here at some point
0: Uh so let's start with the most anticipated game, you got Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, uh, Hades 2 mm-hmm. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, Tekken 8, I always feel weird about this category but th- those are the five games that are there
1: it's weird because like there are other big games that are supposed to be 2024 that are just not there
0: like which ones
1: like well avowed is supposed to be coming out next year uh I don't know if maybe maybe it's just me but I don't think that I know Hellblade isn't necessarily I feel like they had 2024 on it how is that not on there uh Hades I- 2 is gonna be early access like so you know I, I'm I know that's not always a determiner or whatnot but like you've got you've got just the, just those two right off the top of my head.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So the category reads recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. I don't think star Wars outlaws is that that is the division star Wars, um, Tekken eight. That's not going to push the medium forward. Uh, god knows what could happen with like a dragon infinite wealth based on what we've seen with i, uh, I wouldn't
1: i wouldn't at least put it past them <laughs> no
0: uh hades i mean super
1: giant i think it, it's i mean hades 2 is going to be great yeah uh, i'm not arguing against that i'm just saying no. it's is early access like
0: yeah but the, you know put watch the, the that potential. Tone, boy <laughs> that's <laughs> hades like,
2: 2 you're talking about <laughs> that's.
0: watch your f- mouth um <laughs> Hades I mean supergiant they just don't miss so I feel like it could do something uh, for the industry and then Final Fantasy VII rebirth I mean the remake in general of Final Fantasy 7 has kind of defined how remakes should be so that that that's already pushed the medium forward
1: which, which I think I think between the two of those it's actually uh, between Final Fantasy and Hades those are probably you're gonna be one of those two as your winner. Like, honestly.
0: Yeah, I 100%. All right, let's look at best adaptation. Uh, I generally don't care about adaptations, but I know you guys do. But uh, you got Castlevania Nocturne, uh, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, Super Mario Bros. movie, and Twisted Metal. Um, so those are best adaptations. I, have there been other adaptations this year?
1: not that i remember yeah it's like not that i can do good good on sony for having three <laughs> entire yeah. things releasing i mean that's pretty pretty crazy you know to just to have that much
0: i mean uh, it was fun i mean sony was a you know production studio before they were mostly known for games at this point and, so
1: We didn't talk about it because we didn't have the podcast last week, but they just announced that they went in with Nintendo to make a Zelda movie. Yeah. Which people think
0: that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy. I mean. No, you go to somebody
1: who has, who's probably going to help you find, who's going to help you finance it. Universal probably, in all fairness, Universal probably nickel-and-dimed Nintendo on the Mario movie show. <laughs> they're, they're probably getting a much better deal with Sony, I would imagine. That's, that's a Sony's, good point. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's go to best multiplayer.
1: This one's funny.
0: Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder.
1: I, I don't see a game in there beyond maybe Party Animals, which I've not played, that like makes me think, Classic multiplayer. Player. <laughs> well, and okay. That's, what's,
0: that, and that's what I mean. What is classic multiplayer to you? Well,
1: like a, a Call of Duty kind of style game, like, you know, the, the six on like, it. like fighting each other, like, kind of the, the more, sh- I, I guess that's more what I look at when I think multiplayer.
0: I guess, yeah, these are more co opy multiplayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I guess I, I get
1: the idea of Street Fighter 6 Like, that is still multiplayer. You just don't see fighting games a lot of times in multiplayer.
0: It like is, the, it, the, it's good though. Yeah, oh, I Um, I agree. Well, the category reads for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform.
1: Oh, yeah, and I agree. It's just that kind of shows you that we've had a lot less this year. That's great when it comes to like you. You're not getting like we've already kind of talked about how live services kind of died. So that also means that a lot of that kind of stuff did not do well.
0: But I I, I think, I think that we that's would why. Our classic. Yeah. But I think live services is the reason why we're not seeing a breath of different multiplayer experiences because yeah. they're already out and they're going to be uh, in another category that we are going to bring up eventually. <laughs> missed
1: opportunity for them to put Redfall in. Just saying.
0: Hey, you know, Redfall missed the opportunity. Best <laughs> sports and racing category. Uh, you got EA Sports FC 24 that used to be FIFA. FIFA, uh, Fifa, F one twenty three, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Two Turbocharged, and the Crew Motorfest. So, actually, shout out to the Crew Motorfest. That game is actually say, good. Shout out to the Crew. Yeah, that game is good. I, <laughs> I really like uh
1: Ubisoft's Forward event and it is a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: this is um,
2: like the esports categories for me. I just skip it because it's just not my.
0: <laughs> no, that's not your bag.
2: Yeah, I'm like League of Legends. Oh wait, not here. Okay, ah, uh, just keep going.
0: I like I like racing games. Um, I noticed there's no Madden on here. <laughs> Actually, I just noticed that. Uh, in fact, well, I guess the bo- best sports and racing is typically outfitted with mostly racing. Yeah, um, a lot
1: of it's times these are just really well done. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, okay. Best strategy. Best sim and strategy. Uh you got Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4.
1: Also, shout out Nintendo for just yeah, killing it this year.
0: Yeah. Best Family. Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin Four, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder.
1: And Alan Wake 2. Ha! Huh.
0: how do you just i (laughs) that would not be a
1: family game
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know you said it but i i just want to know in a joking fashion how in the world do you justify that as a best family game is it about family is it she's searching for her daughter
2: so only everything's about family (laughs) haven't you watched the fast and
0: the furious i I was gonna say the (laughs) fast and the furious thank
2: you david for you know part twoing my joke thank you (laughs) <laughs> if
0: you want more if you want
1: more of that go to our uh holiday guide because i make that joke about it the fast and furious arcade one-up cabinet
0: the <laughs> best fighting category god of rock mortal Kombat 1 nickelodeon all-star brawl 2 pocket bravery and street fighter 6 look i'm going to be completely honest here uh nickelodeon all-star brawl 2 does not belong on this not at all this is not a good game
1: everybody else disagrees with you apparently know. because it's getting great reviews it's getting great reviews
0: from people who don't actually know the nuances of platform fighting games this is not it's not a, <laughs> it's not a good platform fighter it is it is decent at best it is not this ah.
1: is this is the area where where you are the connoisseur
0: i am stuck up connoisseur i am absolutely <laughs> stuck up uh and uh
1: You and your fighting games.
0: You know, you got to have standards when you play fighting games, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, know, I'm over
2: here like, I don't know what two of these things are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Best RPG, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Look, I know the joke that is coming, Final Fantasy 16, is not an RPG. We don't need to beat that joke into the ground, but... Uh I mean what else would go here if Final Fantasy sixteen were not here?
1: It's an action RPG, whether people like it or not. Is it dumbed down compared to what it used to be? Sure, but come on. The term <laughs> RPG has evolved so differently. Than- Dude, every
0: game is an RPG at this point, almost. Yep. Uh alright. Yeah. Best act <laughs> Thank you for that, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well I was I was gonna be like, well, you know, my, my cyberpunk phantom, phantom Phantom Liberty could be an RPG too. If yeah, you know, that's actually
0: it. interesting that it's not on there. You know? Like um, everything's Mr. an opportunity
1: RPG. for Redfall.
0: <laughs> You're fired.
1: <laughs> it's best RPG, best Redfall playing game. <laughs> 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 I broke it, Denise. <laughs>
2: That might be the worst, best joke you said. I know, homie. Like,
0: oh my god, that was awful. (laughs) That's why it was so (laughs) funny. (laughs) Best action adventure. We need to move on. Uh, Alan Wake Two, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Resident Evil Four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, those are all solid choices.
1: I'm, I'm actually really s- happy to see Jedi get a, a little bit of recognition. I wasn't sure it was going to get any.
2: I agree. I, I like the fact that Survivor got in there, but why isn't Remnant 2 on there?
0: Because That's Remnant 2 thing. is in a different category. Uh, is, it, is it next, actually? Right
1: above it, yep. Is yep. it Shooter? Or Best Action? Uh, best
0: Action. Uh, and that okay. is Armored Core 6 fires Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2
2: okay yeah because i haven't seen these nominees fully so i'm I'm reacting so yeah yeah. i'm glad that rim two got a a nom though because that game is so good
0: i just started playing it again today because i only played it for about 64 minutes according to steam so i was like i need to play this game before the end of the year um so i can have a better perspective of what this game is uh i can't wait to play more i'll say that much yeah
2: it's it's so good
0: All right. uh, Lots
2: of twos in that category, though.
0: There's been a lot of twos this year. (laughs) Yep. Best VR and AR, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village VR mode, and Synapse. You ain't got no thoughts, David? You're like the VR guy. There's
1: there's a lot of good stuff, man. Like, Gran Turismo 7 is surprisingly good in VR.
0: Oh, okay. Do all of these deserve to be here?
1: I think so. I mean, th- this hasn't okay. been, I'm not going to say it's like, like there've been some really good releases, but it's not been a banner year in terms of like phenomenal VR
0: releases. So okay. like
1: there's, but there are some really good things here. And Horizon was really, really cool. All
0: right. I'm going to skip best mobile game. Cause we don't play mobile games on this podcast. Uh, we well, are snobs when it comes to that. I <laughs> Why didn't I see that coming? You know, you, should, you think should, that joke could get that one old.
2: You <laughs> think that joke would get old and kind of predictable, but it still lands. It really
0: does. It lands. Yep. Better than uh, David's
2: Redfall joke. Yeah.
0: Best <laughs> that one will get old as quickly as Redfall did. <laughs> best debut indie game: Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower, Venba and Viewfinder. So my the regret,
1: debut indie game is first game by that developer, right? Tunic That's won it
0: last year, yeah. I think, um, which was a fantastic game. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that isn't that right? Tunic.
2: It's that sounds right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me look real fast. David, my, get on that. <laughs> Yeah, my sub producers here, <laughs> co-hosts and sub producers, the. Regret I have is that I have not played any of these. Um,
2: I have I've heard yeah. Dredge is phenomenal, Same, dude. Yeah, I've, I've heard yeah. nothing but like yeah, incredible. Uh, uh,
0: Corvo it review came it. on. Or Jackson. It Jackson, yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, he
1: came on and talked about it.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Um, no, but,
1: actually, yeah. best debut indie last year made you mad because it was it was, stra- it was oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> it, won, it won best debut and best indie. Uh, <laughs> that's right
0: it was straight
1: God. i thought it was i just didn't want to say it and be wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I might be thinking of the year before maybe tunic came out that year it beat tunic yeah that's why i'm mad okay yep that's yep. exactly <laughs> why you
1: were also mad about sifu
0: oh yeah yeah you're yeah you're <laughs> don't up open up raid. that wound homie just let, him, <laughs> yeah.
2: just let him let him heal let him <laughs> heal <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I've heard Vemba's good. I've I just heard Viewfinder was good because I'm doing my little. I've heard, uh, I've heard Viewfinder's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And Cocoon is good too. Um. I don't want to play Dread
1: Game Pass. Right. Okay. I
0: think.
2: Yeah. That's the one where you hop between worlds, right? Is that what I'm thinking of? Or it's I like, do I, I
0: honestly don't know. I don't know. It is yeah. Annapurna. They make they publish good stuff. Yeah. Um but i really yeah it's,
1: it's it's been one of those years it's been so top heavy that it's been it so hard to play the good indies so i know
0: yeah. yeah and i and i'm very sad and mad at myself that i have not played any of the i'm not going to play dredge but i do still want to play cocoon Venmo, and viewfinder so if i could squeeze some time in before our end of the year discussion i will try <clears throat> um all right the next one best independent game uh it's loading here we go. Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. So pretty much all the same games from so uh, Best Stars. Debut, except so Sea of what's Stars.
1: really funny is Dave the Diver. <laughs> Apparently, Dave the Diver is published by Nexon. So it's not really an independent game. So and I everybody's think, up in arms about it.
0: So I think the nuance with Dave the Diver is that it was originally uh created and uh released as a um independent game and then nexon came in and kind of or at least sorry before they released the game nexon came in and did that so i think nexon was just like in the back end and then they kind of helped out
1: which I I love I've heard the game's fantastic, but like I just I it was kind of a funny thing to hear about. Yeah. I feel like on
0: a technicality, just yes, it's fine. Just let it be there. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, all right. Another That's... funny
2: one. <laughs>
1: Holy yikes. I don't
0: know if I don't yikes. I don't know if it's funny. Uh
3: it's not
1: yikes. funny, haha, but <laughs> It's yeah, ir- it's that ir- dark ironic. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Best community support. You got Baldur's Gate three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Destiny two, Final Fantasy uh, fourteen, and No Man's Sky.
1: Which of these things is not like the other? <laughs> 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 uh,
0: one just had a stellar year, and one just had a dismal year.
2: I want to see Jeff say Destiny two with a sh- completely straight face. Into the camera when wow. giving off these noms, or do you think I they'll just, skip it and just do like the little, like the oh, in between? Just, yeah. or, oh, fam, that's like good. That's
1: going in the on the screen. Yeah, that's yeah, going in the screen. Right. But everybody goes yeah. to
2: like the bathroom, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, that's when they'll drop it.
1: But we should, we should, or he's going to rattle them off after game of the
2: year <laughs> 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 so he can run away. <laughs> yeah, he's my best for uh, Final Fantasy 4 and just runs. Like, you won't even say the
0: Mystical money on this, uh, where, where this will go. Where will it will falls. Actual, yeah, like what actual Hour two. <laughs> and
1: and say it, Sydney. he sticks it to Sydney, Sydney Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> she just, just got to like, do this. Uh, okay, so
2: I don't want to be here, but. You
0: know. uh, it, let, figure out which one is missing from this category best ongoing apex legends cyberpunk 2077 final fantasy 14 fortnite and genshin impact those are the those are the nominees for that
1: i mean no overwatch how dare they
0: oh yeah i know (laughs) it's a couple of them that are missing (laughs) that would previously have been there
2: which hey was it next year when is is bobby Kotick? is he out at the end of next year No, he's out at the end of Uh, January this year. So, hey, Game Awards 2024, best ongoing game. It'll be Overwatch 2 for a nom. Just
0: wait. Uh, No, man out of there? Get that man. World of Warcraft will make a uh, rising (laughs) 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 vengeance back.
1: Again, we all say this as if Bobby's the only problem in
2: Activision Uh, Blizzard. (laughs) He might not be the only, but he's the main. Yeah. uh,
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, but you do have all these people say Microsoft, go walk in there. Have we seen them even do that at one studio yet?
0: (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) Games for Impact, uh, A Space for the Unbound, Chance of Semnar, Goodbye Volcano High, Chia, Terranil, and Vemba. I still need to freaking play Chia. I bought the game and I still haven't played it yet.
1: We know what Anthony's vote is here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Goodbye Volcano. No. (laughs) Uh, y'all know I'm a space for the unbound lover. Um, we'll see. We'll see what actually happens. That's what is this game? Oh, yes. Innovation in accessibility. Man, that was, a... that
2: was a what? I, I just sneeze really hard. Oh, sorry. I was looking <laughs> at shook, game, so bro, was Hold in. on. <laughs> well, Bless you. Man.
0: Uh, thank you. Diablo 4. It. Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. But what's the accessibility like in Spider-Man 2?
1: Oh, it's fantastic! Like okay. they've got a lot of great. Uh, the, Sony has always done a really good job with their games and putting in like these different accessible things, working with with people to actually help them. Like I think oh, that's true. Like, yeah. You can, you, can drop, the last of you can drop two, the, yeah. You can drop game speed. You can actually change the way when you swing around corners. Uh, obviously you can change the, like color, of different like like you can make the main character be like a certain color, whereas the enemies are certain colors. All that kind of different. Like they've done a lot with that with narration and all that kind of stuff.
0: All right. Uh, best performance.
1: This is such a. There's man. <laughs> got oh, ben boy, Star yeah, Ben Starr for Final
0: Fantasy uh 16. Cameron Mo- Monahan What is that? Monahan. Monahan, thank you. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh Idris Very Elba. Very happy
1: to see him there.
0: Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, Melanie Liburd, uh Alan Wake 2, did I say that right? Yep. Uh Neil Newborn, new bond sorry. Baldur's Gate 3 and Yuri Lowenthal, Marvel Spider-Man 2.
1: That's really
2: good
0: be performances all the way around.
2: Yeah, that is a stacked nominee list. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to know again, we're at the very, point in
0: video games where voice acting is actually reliably good at this point.
1: Yep. Yeah, lo- love love uh, Cameron and as Cal. yeah like, that that's I'm glad cool. to see he's getting his flowers Boy. with an nom.
0: Best audio design: Alan Wake Two, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider Man Two, Spider Man Two. Resident Evil four. I haven't played Resident Evil 4 and played Spider Man 2. Uh you you so you gave me a clip of what Alan Wake 2 sounds like, David. Uh and it does sound good. Dead Space, actually. That that game is remarkably. Yeah, I've heard really they good did a really movie. good job with Dead Space, yeah. Yeah, yeah all of these all uh high- Hi Fi Rush is the one I'm most familiar with, but yeah, that game does a really good job too. Especially just mixing everything that's happening. Best score in music, uh, we got Alan Wake at 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi Fi Rush, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
1: I love how everything is like named people and then it's Nintendo Sound Team. (laughs) I was about to say, I love that.
0: Dude, there's like like 300 tracks in (laughs) Tears of the Kingdom. Like, there's just no way to name. It's just funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, that that is classic Japanese. You know when they had uh, the the Sega or the Sonic sound team and you know, all that stuff. Uh, best art direction. This category includes Alan Wake Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I actually, you know, I'm not like a huge. Uh, well, I'm not a huge of uh, souls like person um but i did find lies of peas like designs quite enrapturing <laughs> I, i'm not Very that unique. kind of person yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh oh, i, really I cool. typically the do not yeah with. yeah really cool do not typically like that stuff but uh i was i was captivated by it for sure so uh good on them for getting nominated um what is this best narrative um, now this this should be interesting. So Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy sixteen, and Marvel Spider Man two.
2: Stacked. <laughs> yeah, that is one. You're just oh, there's gonna be kind of like a game of the year. It's it's a slugfest. There. Are-
0: I feel like the weakest one you is Final pick- Fantasy sixteen.
2: You can
1: pick any of those five and it's legit really? Yeah.
0: I've I've heard mixed things about the the narrative with Final Fantasy 16 Um, because it I guess it ripped too much off of Game of Thrones is what I heard and so it just didn't feel as authentic in its storytelling I don't know I don't know if you guys played it so
1: I need to play more of it (laughs)
0: fair (laughs) enough (laughs)
2: I played the demo, and that was enough to sell me on it. So there you go. Uh,
0: I I did watch a little bit of it. I I was I was in. So uh, best game direction: Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Marvel Spider Man two, uh, Super Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, this one should be really interesting too.
2: Um, so prequels. Yep. This is mini game of the year noms, basically. Pretty much so. I'm I'm
1: curious as if you'll get the 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 pity nom for this. If it'll be the whole whoever gets best game direction doesn't get game of the year. Like if they do that thing because mm-hmm. we've seen that happen before, where somebody really they teams really like the game and they gave them best the studio best game direction and then gave game of the year to the other.
0: But each of these, I mean, they deserve best game direction. Oh, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, they're all agreed.
0: Yeah, there's yeah, staggering. they all do, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they all do something so interesting. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it really, yeah, it's like just what do you appreciate? Uh, and then game of the year, uh, we all saw this. That was what Keeley put out immediately, mm-hmm. but it is Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel, Spider Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's just, uh, yeah.
1: I'm working on our game of the year stuff behind the scenes right now. And geez, it is just, you feel like you're leaving things out. (laughs) Like this is the (laughs) first year in a very long time where you just straight up feel like things are getting left out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not because
1: they, it's, it's not really a snub. It's like, uh, what do I
0: replay? What do I put it? What what else do I take out? (laughs) You need right. like ten to twelve noms,
2: so like double the nominees yeah. for this, just so that way.
0: But it's, even still, you put that many nominees, like <laughs> you you include just, them all. Insane. Yeah, this it's what a year. There's a lot of good stuff. This has been a crazy year. I Great I can't year. remember a year this stacked uh, from top to bottom. Uh, I know there's been one, but I just can't remember off the top of my head. Yep.
2: Because usually there's like two or three that you're like, yeah, you know, they're the, you know, the, it's those two and then like the rest. Now it just feels well, like. Well, oh, I geez. mean. It-
1: and even if, even if you still feel that way, like even if you're still on the Baldur's Gate, Tears of the Kingdom like side, which like I've actually moved more to Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake. Uh Like even if you're in that two or locked, it's like the other four are not slouches. Like it's not yeah, like another. There's not a big gap. Like, yeah. the there's right such behind. a gap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Usually there's a tremendous gap. Um, and even though, you know, something like Mario Wonder only scored a 92 and or 91, and Alan Wake it was like high 80s or something, like just what they do, like, cannot be ignored. <laughs> just, yep. You know, they're just so gargantuan, you know, uh, so phenomenal at what they do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3 or Tears of the Kingdom, I imagine, but, I mean, <laughs> all of these games are ridiculous. Yeah.
1: My my biggest thing is just with the way the press reacted to Dallin Wake 2, I would just not be surprised in the slightest if it grabbed more than we expect. As far as, like, a kind of underdog in these races. Just, just because so many big
2: critics love that game. <laughs> Take I, I agree with you. I think it'll take home probably more awards than what you know you would think with Baldur's Gate three. You well, know, it's, heck, it's got eight nominations. It's yeah, it's got more Baldur's
0: nominations than Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, exactly. Well,
2: it has as many.
0: Oh, Baldur's I just, Gate, I has eight. both okay. have eight.
2: I just don't think so, Baldur's my, is going to sweep as much as we yeah. you know thought originally.
1: Marvel Spider-Man 3 actually, Marvel Spider-Man 2 actually somehow, you know, got 7, which is pretty, like, it even is kind of an underdog in the sense of getting nominations. I mean, I don't see it winning a lot, but...
0: Hey, Noah, did you notice that Freudian slip? Marvel Spider-Man 3? you yeah. that? I
1: was, wa- I was waiting for Noah to go, wait, did it come out? Do
0: I, <laughs> I, just leaves. I just take I off my like, yeah. Does he have you, some inside see, information?
2: That, that joke, next week... I'll probably make that joke. I can't do it twice in the same the same episode. So <laughs> you can be doing it by yourself because we're gonna be all enjoying Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh yeah, we'll be sitting here. Yeah, be like guys, just like looking around.
0: <laughs> yep. I'll yep. I'm gonna be sleep on the couch with the itis just from all the wonderful food. So with that said, uh, we will not be here next week because it's Thanksgiving. So y'all have a fantastic Thanksgiving. But we'll oh, be yeah. back the next week to discuss all these nominations and to make our predictions to see yeah. what will win as well as talk about a little bit what we would like to see win as well. So it's just going to be a big old Game Awards bash. And then the next week after that, we'll probably get back into a little just regular game talk because, you know, we're in that season. Cool. I got uh, by that time, I'll have four games to talk about. <laughs> uh, I'll have my choice. Huh?
1: gonna lead the show himself yeah,
0: i, I could do a solo <laughs> show i can do that that's not a problem yeah. uh yep so yes it's that time of year it used to be summertime now it's the end of the year <laughs> jeff keely trying to man jeff keely trying to do both summer and <laughs> the winter all right all year round appreciate you watching appreciate you listening
3: talk to you later